What up, what up, what up? Trust the Doc, sports podcast. We did it. <laughs> we freaking did it, guys. <laughs> we did it. Man, recording on a Wednesday. NFL opens tomorrow. Huge game. Thursday night football. Buffalo Bills at defending Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams. And, you know, that aside, man, I just want to say <laughs> we did it. We're here. We did it. Best time of the year starts literally tomorrow. I could not be a happier man right now. Unreal. Unreal. Today's episode, going to be a fun one. Really just going to focus on different NFL betting lines and trends. I'll go over each game, why I like the side I like. Um, Feel free to ride with me or fade, man. Everybody's got opinions. Everybody uses stats and, you know, systems that they like. Um, but the best part about it is, man, the NFL is getting more accessible for everybody, you know, each year, every state, you know, legalizing as we go through here. Uh, it's only going to continue to grow. So, I mean, great time to be alive. NFL football fans, it's here. We did it. We're going to get right into it. Biggest game of the week. Honestly, <laughs> maybe not, but I'm, I'm really excited for this game, right? We always have the Super Bowl champs opening up on this first Thursday. Uh, we have the Buffalo Bills. Heading to Los Angeles to take on the defending Super Bowl champions, the LA Rams. So, perfect game to open up with, honestly. Perfect. I mean, we have last year's Super Bowl champs with basically the prohibited favorites this year, the Buffalo Bills, on the road. The lines, and I'm doing this as of, you know, September, you know, September 6th, 7th is where I'm getting most of my data here. Um, so stuff is obviously subject to change. Of course, leading up to the game, lines will move. Um, I think this game is extremely interesting, right? Buffalo Bills, minus two and a half favorites on the road, Super Bowl champs, LA Rams. Man, you got on the spread alone, 70% of the bets and apparently continues to rise on the road team, the Bills here. And 81, 81% of the handle, percent of the money on the Bills. Okay, so tons of money, tons of tons of bets coming in on the Bills on the road against the defending champs, right? This is exactly what I wanted to highlight to start the show. There's a couple things that hold true in the NFL. I'm not going to spill all my secrets here, you know, and I'm not perfect. I'm no pro, but I have some traditions, some strategies that I stick to that have helped me out over the years and that, you know, more or less hold true, especially in the NFL. So... <sighs> Just looking at just looking at this game, man. So much going on here. So much. We'll dive right in. Um, thing to realize here, right, guys, is normally Super Bowl champs open up. Yeah, it's a good matchup, good game, but there's a lot of hype on them. They just won the Super Bowl. They have a loaded roster, I'm sure. A good head coach, I'm sure. Okay, everything's loaded in their favor. However, a team that's getting even much more hype than them. Lots, I would say a ton more than the Rams. Buffalo Bills, right? Get Von Miller from the Rams. Josh Allen, most people think he's one of, if not the best QB, and one of the top MVP picks this year. Bills played the Chiefs tough. Everybody watched that game. Josh Allen couldn't be stopped. They ended up losing. We all know that story. Um, And with the overtime rules and stuff. But, man... I love this line, man. I love this line. And this is this is so tricky about week one, right? You're not betting, you're not betting the team, okay? You're not like, oh, the Bills are gonna go further than the Rams this year. I like the Bills in this game. No. 
You can't do that throughout the year. You cannot do that. You have to look at each week, each matchup as an individual isolated dad point. You can't just be like, oh, I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, like, And then let that bias, let that you know by proxy seep in and allow you to pick this game. I'm just going to straight up say it. I know most of the money's on the Bills. I know most of the bets are on the Bills. That means the public and Sharps like the Bills here as of right now. I'm going Rams. I'm doing it. I'm going Rams, man. You don't have to tell me. You know, you can fade. You can say I'm dumb, whatever. That's fine. I'm going Rams, man. Defending Super Bowl champs, Sean McVay, excellent starts to the season, 5-0 in openers. He has a good quarterback, a great quarterback, I would say. Uh, not the best quarterback in this game, but a great quarterback. A great receiving core, right? Great offense. Really good defense. Okay? Really good defense. At home. And they're underdogs. It's a home dog, baby. Home dogs. Home dogs for the win, dude. Come on. Super Bowl champs, home dogs. Opening game of the season. Fantastic coach these last several years. They finally got their QB. They have weapons on both sides of the ball. They have the best individual player in this game. Yes, it is not Josh Allen. No. It's Aaron Donald. They have the best individual player in this game. No, they don't have the best quarterback. Yes, the hype is on the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Yes, they're the favorites. All this good stuff. This line sits at minus two and a half for a reason. Okay, for a reason. Why do you think this line is not plus three? Come on. Over 80% of the money is on the Bills. 70% of the bets. And the line has moved a little but is not getting to that three, three and a half. Come on, guys. Why? Think, 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 think. Why? Because they know, books know, if that gets to three, three and a half especially, right, people are going to hammer, hammer that Rams number, hammer it. And all that's going to do is split up profits more, okay? I love this number at plus two and a half for the Rams. It's basically a pick em game. I mean, come on, two amazing teams. It's a pick em game. You're getting points for one of the teams. You take that team. You just do, okay? I think the Rams come out and straight up win this game. I'm just going to say it. Um, I don't think there's a ton of value on the money line. It's probably close to even. I think it's like plus 110, 115, 120, somewhere like that. Um, people are going to be teasing the bills. People are going to be money lining them. People are going to be spread. Like it's, it's just insane, man. It's insane. Take the Rams, do yourself a favor. I, I normally don't like Super Bowl uh, champs, like week one spreads. Um, but here I love it. Home dog, returning champs, all the money's on the other team. Take the Rams. Do yourself a favor. All right. Um, over under. Last I saw uh, was 52 and a half. Two thirds of the money on the over. Just over half the bets on the over. Right. Um, this is a tough one, man. This is this is really a tough one for me. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to remove bias. Uh, to when you got two sweet offenses, man. It's like how do you not go over? Right. Like you just saw Josh Allen be unstoppable. Um, the Rams put up points. They're not quite like the Bills' offense, but the Rams put up points. Me, personally, I'm staying away from this total. Really easy to get in the overtrap here. You could come out. Um, both teams may light it up. Over may hit easily, right? Um, Bills have a good defense. Rams have a good defense. What if they come out and it's a tough game? You know? Tough, tough game. What if it's even, like, 27-24? You know, a decent scoring game, and you're still not hitting that over. You know, 
So it's it's something that I'm going to stay away from. I just like the Rams better than anything on this pick, so that's what I'm riding with. Um, but really excited to kick off the season with such an amazing game, literally tomorrow night. So crazy stuff. Um, moving into the Sunday slate, Patriots at Dolphins. Uh, last I saw, Patriots plus three on the road at Miami. Uh, 69, about 70% of the money on the Dolphins spread here, as well as the majority of the bets, nearly two-thirds of the bets placed on the Dolphins here. Um, total is 47, which is pretty much even split, basically right down the middle, not really worth talking about, honestly. Uh, the main action here is the plus three. So you get the Patriots plus three, you get the hook, you get the number. I mean, you'd like to see three and a half, right, obviously, um, in this game let's just look you know sort of in in the stats of this game okay you got Tua and the Dolphins right myself not a giant Tua fan who knows this is definitely his prove it year okay we've seen him succeed on the highest level with a great roster around him I don't think he's technically ever had that in the NFL right I think this year the Dolphins have a chance you know I'm not saying they're gonna be a deep playoff team but they have probably the most speed on the side of the ball between their running backs, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, two of the fastest receivers in the league. You know, they got a great tight end, a, a, at least a good tight end in my opinion, definitely some Penn State bias there. Um, they've always had a, a solid defense. They really have. They've always had a solid defense. Um, things that are kind of at least maybe not in their favor for week one, this might actually end up being beneficial to them in the long term. But having a new head coach, right, McDaniels, Great offensive mind, you know, with Shanahan, the Niners, always a solid offense. With these weapons, they could do great things, right? And it's hard to remove that bias. I think the Dolphins will have a better season. I think they will be a good team if their defense can continue to hold up and play well. It's normally their offense that can't really support the games, um, most usually due to Tua. But, um, again, interesting stuff. So, new head coach going against the Dolphins. However, they are at home. They are, it's about minus three, so you're getting like a field goal. Um, they have a lot of exciting stuff, a lot of hype on the Dolphins this year, okay? Um, but looking at New England, right? <laughs> Everybody loves to crap on New England now. The Brady's gone. These past couple of years, they've struggled. Bill struggled. Not the best drafter. Just overall struggled, man. Um, on the road, obviously they have veteran head coach. Who knows who's coaching each of those positions? <laughs> like, they just bring up family members, former coaches. You coach this. I know you've never coached that before. You coach. We coach. It's going to be great. I'm really just running the show as Bill Belichick. You guys are just here. You're my yes man, basically, um, in New England. Uh, you got Mac Jones, who I'm not a giant believer in, but I do think he takes another step forward. Patriots, most expensive weapons room between tight ends and wide receivers in the league, which is just one of the most astonishing facts I think I've ever seen in NFL history, in my opinion. Um, given their lack of production and lack of speed at those positions, it's just quite embarrassing, uh, to be totally honest with you. Um, but it's the Patriots, man. Traditionally, they run the football, they run it well, and they play really good defense. Okay, If this is any other season, any other season, and you're getting the Patriots with Mac Jones versus Tua, and you're getting the run game, you're getting the defense, and you're getting the plus three, you are hammering this Patriots line. Hammering. Okay? Hammering the plus three. Alright? Praying for plus three and a half. But the issue with this game, right, is they don't have a ton of weapons, right? 
Hopefully they can run the football effectively. They should be able to, but their defense got worse, which is what concerns me in this game. Their defense got worse. Dude, it really did. So I hate to say this, man. I really do. But I think I got to go Dolphins here. I really do. This is a game I honestly would not mind staying away from till I, till the season kind of starts to play out. These week one lines can be tough. Um, I think I will put a little bit on the Dolphins here, but um, I may pass as well. Um, just because this is just breaks all my rules, traditions, all that stuff. I would normally hammer the Patriots here in this spot. But I just, I just am not a big believer in what Bill and the Patriots are doing right now. And there's so much potential in the Dolphins. Uh, I'm trying not to let my bias get ahead of me here, but so much potential in the Dolphins. And if you can get them for three, um, even less somehow, um, if people come in on the Patriots, I mean, I can't hate you for taking it. Like I said, I may sprinkle some on the Dolphins, but ultimately, I think this is overall a pass game, to be totally honest, a pass game. Okay, just just pass. Ravens-Jets. Ravens, last I saw... Uh, this line's been creeping up. Minus seven at the Jets. <laughs> 91% of the money and 87% of the bets on the Ravens. Absolutely no surprise here. Total 44.5. Not touching that at all. Um, but 70% on the under. 56% of the bets on the under. Um, so, I mean, this one for me is pretty easy. Honestly, I hate laying a touchdown. I really do. I hate laying touchdowns, man. Seven points. I hate it. Um, but you gotta love the Ravens here, right? They got shit on last year. All the injuries, all the slander, everything, dude. They they will be back. They will be back. And this is a perfect week one matchup for them. They will dominate the Jets on the ground and with Lamar Jackson. They will just dominate the Jets, okay? I've heard some Jets hype this offseason. Obviously, Zach Wilson getting some good draft picks, like all this stuff. And I think their future is bright. I really do. This is a good example of not allowing how you feel about a future of a team to affect a week one or an individual game, right? The Ravens will win this game by seven points. Hammer this bet. I know they're on the road. I know it's a whole seven points, okay? I know we want the Jets to be good. I know they have young, flashy weapons, but think about it, man. It's the Ravens. They're back. They're healthy. It's week one. It's John Harbaugh. It's Lamar Jackson. It's the defense. It's their weapons. They're back, okay? You got to roll the seven. You have to. The Jets, uh, as of this second, I haven't seen if uh, Zach Wilson's been healthy enough to be the starter for this game or if it's going to be Flacco, which is just hilarious um, and ironic. But honestly, I feel better if Zach Wilson plays this game rather than Joe Flacco. Okay, What if Joe Flacco has one of those veteran games <laughs> against his old team, just like one last spark, and somehow keeps his closer wins? I see that being more likely than Zach Wilson coming in after missing one month of not practicing as a new second-year quarterback, one month, and he's going to come in and play the Baltimore Ravens after like just getting cleared, no chance. 0% chance they cover. So I would say if Zach Wilson... I mean, honestly, I'm going to take it either way, I'm going to be honest with you, but if Zach Wilson is starting this game, I feel even more confident in the Ravens covering this number. I honestly would say you got to take the 7 before this climbs because this absolutely will climb before kickoff. I promise you. I say take the seven and just move on. Consider yourself a win for this week, okay? Take the seven. Pittsburgh Bengals, great matchup here. Love this game. Steelers, six and a half. 
the Mitchell Trubisky Express going into Cincinnati, taking on Joe Burrow and all of his friendly weapons. Six and a half points given to the Bengals. 70% of the money on the Bengals with 70% of the bets. Total at 44 and a half. Most of it, well, not a lot, but 58% of the money is on the over 44 and a half with 66% of the bets on that as well. So, <sighs> this is a good example of a system pick. Okay? You got the Bengals, remarkable year. And they owned the Steelers last year, which is rare, but they owned the Steelers. Remarkable, remarkable season. Everybody loves Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. Everybody loves Jamar Chase. I love Jamar Chase. Everybody loves their weapons, okay? It's not about that. And the Steelers, obviously not a ton of weapons that are proven. They're on the road, going into Cincinnati, the hot, you know, favorite team. Six and a half points. All right, this is the sucker bet. Do not, do not take the Bengals. Do not. Either pass or take the Steelers. Do not bet the Bengals here. Please, God, do not. The reason this number is as high as it is, everyone loves the Bengals, A, uh, and B, it's Mitch Trubisky or Pickett, but it looks like Mitch, okay? Everybody the everybody hates on the MVP, man. Everybody hates on him, but honestly, whose defense is better? Steelers. Whose D-line is better? Steelers. Whose O-line is better? Steelers. Who's running back is better? Okay, I love Joe Mixon. Don't get me wrong. I really do. I love Joe Mixon. But I think Najee Harris is going to A, have a big year, and B, have a big game. Okay, it's Najee Harris. I think he's going to break out this year and have a really good week one performance here. I just don't I don't see the Steelers not covering this number. You have to take the six and a half here. Honestly, I'm sprinkling on the money line, dude. I'm not going to lie. It's plus 240, 250 in some books. Sprinkle. Take, take some on the money line. Take the spread. You're getting Mike Tomlin, a guy who just refuses to lose, refuses to lose as an underdog. Yes, on the road, but as an underdog, Pittsburgh Steelers, a fantastic defense, a great defensive line against a terrible offensive line, terrible offensive line. You have to pick the Steelers. Please, 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 please pick the Steelers here. Seriously, please. Please pick the Steelers. Um... You know, maybe Mitch comes out, stinks it up, and ruins this whole thing. But just from a system perspective, from a numbers, taking the teams out of it, just looking at a system perspective, you have to take the Steelers here. So please do so. Steelers plus six and a half. I'm sprinkling money line as well. I recommend you do the same. Um, I love this pick. Colts, Texans. Colts minus eight at the Texans. 59% of the money on the Colts with 70% of the bets. Um, that tells you right there that some of the sharps are loving Houston. And over under 45.5 with 78% on the over and just about 50% of the bets um, split there um, percentage-wise. So Colts, Texans, this is your classic game, right? Colts, obviously the better team. Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor, sick. Like traditionally solid, good defense. Frank Reich, like they're the better team. I mean, let's be honest, Okay. Yeah, Davis Mills, who had some some success last year, but who knows what's going to happen this year. Um, they have a you know some weapons more than people think, but still not great um, in Houston. Houston is at home here, getting plus eight. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm betting this plus. If I'm getting plus eight for the Texans here, I'm betting it. I don't see this Colts team blowing out a ton of teams. I just don't. 
Okay, I think they will be good. I think they will be a playoff team, but I do not see them a blowing out a bunch of teams or b getting out fast to start a bunch of games. I just don't. I love Matt Ryan. I love Michael Pittman. I love Jonathan Taylor. I love everything about them, but I love this Texans line even better. I'm hammering the plus eight, and not gonna lie to you, I'm gonna sprinkle a little on the money line. I mean, it's if it's over plus three hundred, I have to do it. Okay. So I'm going to do that as well. But definitely the bet here is Texans plus eight. Um, I really think that's the move. I do. Um, I could be eating my words on that, but just from a system, like I said, system perspective, rules perspective, you take the home team plus eight, divisional matchup, traditionally a little bit closer. You know, public loves what the Colts are doing. You got to take the Texans here. Please do it. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think it's a smart bet, you know. And, and the other aspect that people don't think about is, Books protect, too, with teasers and things like that. So teams, or I should say public, mostly loves teasers. So I, I guarantee you this Colts team is going to get teased down from this minus 8 number um, just to get it to under a field goal, and people are going to love to tease this. People are going to love to tease this. I think, honestly, the Texans plus 8 is the play. Okay. Um, moving on, Jacksonville at Washington. Uh, Washington minus 3 home favorites, uh, 55 percent of the money is on Jacksonville covering the three with 52 percent of the bets on the same over under 44 most of it's uh well not most a, a decent amount 57 percent on the under of the money and 60 percent of the money on the or of the bets um are on the under <sighs> this is a tough one for me this is a tough one I would like to see this number three and a half four four and a half for Jacksonville to be you know a little bit more enticing um a field goal between these two teams is tough right Jacksonville obviously is an absolute clown show last year with one of the worst NFL coaches we've ever seen in Urban Meyer. Um, not a lot of wins, not a lot of hope, right? Traditionally bad. Going to Washington, Washington's at home, stable coach in Ron Rivera, new quarterback in Carson who, you know, is is not great but is solid in terms of just what the Washington commanders needed. Um, scary Terry, uh, a couple of, you know, things going Washington's way here. This is a really tough one for me. Like I said, I because I think I think Jacksonville has a better season this year. I like what Dougie P's done. I like I think he's going to do good work down there. I like some of their weapons. I like some of their running backs. Obviously, nothing flashy, nothing fantastic in terms of NFL standards, but still, Loki has some stuff going on down there. Okay, and then you got to remember, it's Trevor Lawrence. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP. I'm not saying he's one of the best QBs in the league. He's definitely in the bottom. Okay. Think about what he had. He went from Clemson with Dabo and weapons galore to Jacksonville. Okay? The backside of the NFL (laughs) for so long. All right? The ugly cousin for so long. Then he gets Urban freaking Meyer as his coach. He's got to listen to Urban Meyer every day. Seriously? (laughs) Okay, now coming into this season, and he lost his best best pod ETN for the year, basically. Okay, people forget how good he was in college. Coming in, ETN's playing. You got Dougie P. Say what you want. I know everybody thinks it's Frank Reich, but say what you want. He was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles with a backup quarterback, beating the best QB and the best coach of all time. Okay, there's no way he didn't have at least a small hand in that. All right. Going on the road, Washington, 
Who knows how Carson's going to play? Seriously, who knows? Honestly, I like I said, I love this number to be a little higher. I really do. But I'm still riding. If I'm getting a field goal, I'm going to try to get a three and a half if I can. Um, I'm riding Jacksonville, and I'm going to sprinkle some on the money line as well, plus like 140, 150. Okay, I think Jacksonville is the bet here. I won't, I won't hate on anybody taking the Commanders or passing on this game. I think it's a smart pass, honestly. Two kind of similar teams. Um, I did see that Chase Young re-aggravated his ACL injury. I'm not sure if he's going to play, but that would be a huge hit and a huge help for Trevor Lawrence. But I think Trevor Lawrence actually takes a step, <laughs> probably his first step since last year wasn't much of a step um, with his situation, but takes a step towards being a much better NFL quarterback. I like Jacksonville here. I say you ride Jacksonville early in the season while there's still a lot of value, uh, and they will have value throughout the year. They'll always be underdogs for the most part. But take advantage of these NFL dogs when the situation is appropriate, okay, guys, even on the road. Um, so I, I still I still would take Jacksonville here plus three and sprinkle some on the money line as well. Moving on, Niners at the Bears. Um, <laughs> another tough, tough game for a week one matchup. 54% of the money on the Bears with 47% of the bets on that. Uh, over under 41 and a half. God, uh, tells, <laughs> tells you guys what they think of the quarterbacks here. Uh, 41 and a half. Uh, the under getting 58% of the money and 52% of the bets. Uh, I'm just going to stop right here. This is a really, really hard week one matchup. Okay, we really don't know what we're getting technically out of either of these teams, right? Justin Fields has talent, has an abysmal roster around him, especially the offensive line, right? They could have a good year. They could. They really could. I like Mooney. You know, I li- I like what they're doing. They're tr- they actually had some good drafting for once. <laughs> um, but you're and you're at home. Okay, I get it. You're playing the Niners, who just always seem to be competitive and good, right? Trey Lance could come out and could absolutely torch people, but we don't really know. Some concerns about his throwing, which I've highlighted on previous pod. He can move. Who knows if he can play four quarters full football um, in true Niners fashion better than Jimmy G could. I know it's minus seven. I know they're on the road. I still like San Fran here. Again, I hate laying a touchdown, and I normally love home underdogs. Okay, especially if they're getting a touchdown. I'm either going to pass this game or I'm going to take the big spread on San Fran. I'm going to try to, I sh- honestly, I'm going to try to see if I can get it under a touchdown. I'm sure people will come in on this plus seven, right? Um, I'm going to see if I can get it under a touchdown. I just think the Niners are the much better team. I, I think the Bears have a chance of getting it right. I just don't see them coming out in week one and playing a close game against the San Francisco 49ers with a good D-line against a terrible O-line. Weapons favor San Fran. Defense favors San Fran. Coaching by far favors San Fran. Um, which which actually brings up another interesting point. If you're gonna bet this game, a solid actually a solid bet, uh, just think about it now, would be probably I I have to look this up. I haven't seen this, but probably first half San Fran money line. Right? I could totally see them coming out with the first 20, 25 plays, totally scripted by Shanahan, totally comfortable, practiced you know, perfected against against the Bears and just come out and and put some points on the board in the first couple drives. I worry in the second half where it comes more kind of unscripted stuff with Trey Lance. Who knows how they'll do there? But I think first half or even first quarter Niners would actually be a good bet. I have to check the odds and the stuff on that. But uh, just now, I think that's actually a good bet, depending on what the line is like and, and what the money is. But 
nonetheless, I'm going to go against my my own rule here, and I'm going to lay the big touchdown on the road for a favorite, um, which just sounds terrible out loud. Terrible. Um, hopefully, people come in and bet this Bears number, get it under a touchdown, then I will definitely take it. Um, but definitely, definitely, again, like <laughs> this is why week one is so tough. We're basing off what we saw last year and also what we think is going to happen this year and almost nothing about in the moment present day football because we have nothing to go off of right it's so much easier after we get a couple of weeks under our belt and we see how teams are coming out and how they're playing um that's what makes these lines so difficult eagles lions eagles minus four my birds baby let's go birds against the detroit lions uh four point line here 58 percent of the money on the eagles with 62 percent of the bets obviously a heavily bet public team uh, traditionally, the Eagles are over under 49, 65% of the money on the over, and only 43% of the bets on the over. Tells you where people are thinking or where sharps are thinking for that, um, at least to some degree. <sighs> this is a tough one. Ultimately, I'm just going to straight up say it. I have a very difficult time removing bias from the Eagles in particular, just because I'm such a fan. So feel free to tune out the rest of this the rest of this uh, game and what I'm going to say about it. Uh, this is your perfect system bet plus four lines or sprinkle money line on plus 155 lines. It's your perfect system bet. Home team, gritty team, on the rise, got some more weapons um, on offense. A lot of changes on the Eagles, um, which mostly seem good uh, on defense and offense. The statistics say you take the lines at plus four. I personally am going to bet the Eagles minus four. Just because I can't help myself, <laughs> okay? Because I, I just can't help myself, man. Uh, I can't take the Lions and then watch. I will watch this game and then just root against the Eagles. I can't do it, okay? So I'm taking the Eagles minus four. I still honestly think there's a good chance, right? Depending on how Jalen Hurts plays. We got our stable running backs. We got A.J. freaking Brown. Let's go, baby. Um, defense quietly upgraded at every single level. Jordan Davis, Reddick, um, the linebacker level in this, and the secondary as well upgraded. I think it's going to be a good Eagles football team, and I think minus four. Obviously, you'd like to see it closer to a field goal game. Um, I'm still taking the Eagles here, but again, Lions is the system pick. Lions is who you probably should pick. Um, I just think the Eagles are going to be good this year, and I absolutely cannot remove my bias. So <laughs> I just want to be upfront about that as well, um, so I don't lead anybody down a down a, a malignant path. Um, but I'd be lying if I could if I said I wouldn't be betting the Eagles this weekend. Uh, Saints Falcons last I saw was minus five and a half Saints on the road taking on the Atlanta Falcons 91% of the money on the Saints spread here with 77% of the bets over under total 42 and a half 77% of the money on that over and 65% on uh, the betting percentage for that over oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy so we got famous Jameis my man famous Jameis he's all fixed up all healthy, eyes looking good, all surgerized and such. He's going on the road to Atlanta to face Mr. Mariota and the Falcons, who, granted, are probably going to suck this year. <laughs> okay, probably going to suck. I think the Saints are low-key not getting a lot of hype. They got some young weapons, Olave and such, um, and and some stuff going on. Jameis may, may step up and kill it. Their defense is always good. Like, normally... If I'm looking at this game, just straight up, I'm taking Saints minus five and a half. But, 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 week one, okay, 
week one, everyone thinks the Saints are underrated. Everyone thinks the Falcons are going to suck. We have nothing else to go on except from last year and what we think will happen this year. Just picture this as an individual data point. This is another good example, uh, in my opinion, of, of just living in the moment. Okay, We have Jameis, who I think will be good, but are we really 100% sure? Okay, that's that's one. Two, we have Peyton or Sean Payton for years. Great head coach, great defense, great quarterback. Okay, Saints are always good. New coach on the road, divisional opponent. Division games are always closer. I don't care what anybody says. Taking on the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons. <laughs> and and the problem with football, the problem with NFL, the problem with betting, that gets us into a lot of trouble is you got to take ugly you got to take ugly games. You got to take ugly games, okay? We can't just bet all the favorites. It doesn't work, okay? You can't just bet select underdogs, it doesn't work. You have to take ugly teams in ugly games, okay? If the value's there, you take it. That's just what you have to do to be successful, okay? Falcons plus 5 and a half at home. Mariota, say what you want. He's one of the best, the best red zone quarterbacks in NFL in NFL history. I couldn't believe that when I heard that, and I could not believe it. So I looked for myself, and it's freaking true. It's <laughs> like, how is that even possible? Seriously, how is that possible? Uh, so so then looking at it, right? He doesn't have a ton of reps, obviously, like a lot of other starting quarterbacks. But I think it comes down to his dual threat ability, and I think just basically his read option slash. Um, being able to use his legs in the red zone. And I think they might have success with that this year, man. I, I think they might. You know, they got Drake London. I think he's going to be good. They have Kyle Pitts, who overall is a great talent. I think had a little bit of a disappointing first year, in my opinion. I think they lean on him this year, especially in the red zone. And with him and Mariota in the red zone, I think they're going to come away with some touchdowns. I do, this game, even against the Saints. So at plus 5.5, every single person and their mother on the Saints – I think you just gotta lay the line on the Falcons here, plus five and a half. If I can get plus two hundred, it's I think it's plus one ninety five. If I can get let that money line get up to over anything over two hundred, I'm gonna sprinkle some on that as well. Division game, it's gonna be closer than people think, most likely. Um, I think the Falcons are the value here, and again, that doesn't mean that I like the Falcons as as a better team than the Saints moving forward. It doesn't. The Falcons most likely will not win a lot of games, and the Saints will probably win more. It's about living in the moment. It's about looking at the data in front of you, and it's about trying to eliminate bias from the previous year and then what you think moving forward is going to happen. It's a week one individual data point. You're not betting on the Saints being a better, or the Falcons better being a better team than the Saints this year. You're not. You're betting on one individual game on one individual Sunday. Okay? And I'm not saying I'm right, but that's just my logic, and it's worked in the past, and I'm going to continue to use it. Okay, so feel free to follow or feel free to fade. That's the beauty in that's the beauty in the NFL. Beauty in betting. Uh, Browns at the Panthers. Oh boy, <laughs> another they did this on purpose. I swear to God, the uh, the Browns plus two and a half, at, or I should say the Panthers minus two and a half at home, welcoming in Cleveland. Eighty four percent, eighty four percent of the money on Carolina with 75% of the bets total at 41 and a half again tells you what they think of these quarterbacks and money and bets on the total basically about split nobody feeling strongly either way oh boy <laughs> oh boy okay so 
Lots of news on both these teams in the offseason. We've highlighted on the podcast, too. Browns always have the overhyped roster. Always, they, Everyone's always talking about how good their roster is. I personally have never been a believer in the Browns. Uh, or Baker Mayfield, which is what ma- <laughs> which is what makes this game re- uh, you know really difficult. Okay, really difficult. This game could totally go either way. Totally, I may have to end up passing this game just straight up. Um, oh boy. Um, then again, I'm not. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I'm totally not. Uh, I'm gonna take the Panthers minus two and a half. Okay, it's under a field goal. They're at home. C Mac is healthy. Okay, he should tear it up. Browns have a solid defense, yes. And and Miles Garrett, yes, absolutely. Uh, scary stuff. Baker knows them. Advantage Baker. Okay, Baker has good, I say good, I think they're good, Carolina Panthers receiver weapons. Okay, and C-Mac healthy. I like that a lot. Defense isn't the greatest, but should be able to hold up against Jacoby Brissett on the road. Okay, no Jarvis, nothing. Okay, I think the pick here is the Panthers. I would really like it. This is closer to pick them, or somehow they were not favored. Um, but I still think the value in under a field goal is Carolina. So if you can get it for under three, I still would recommend going Carolina here. I really would. Again, I don't think either of these teams have a good year. The Browns may finish with a better record than the Panthers, but I think isolated week one, Panthers healthy, Baker healthy, C-Mac healthy, some weapons around them. A lot of pressure on Coach to keep his job there in Carolina. You know, I think Carolina's the play. Even though the public and and the Sharps are all over this based off the money and the bets, I I still think Carolina's the play. If you can get them under a field goal, I really do. Giants-Titans here. Got about six games left in the slate. Moving on. Giants, five-and-a-half-point underdogs at Tennessee. God, this is another gross game. Uh, 51% of the money on the Titans favored minus five and a half with 75% of the bets. So a lot of money, a lot of money in there on the Giants plus five and a half based off those numbers. Over under 43 and a half, another disgusting total. 68% is on the under of the money and 54% of the bets on the under as well. So, oh boy, another gross game in my opinion. Uh, Titans losing A.J. Brown. Um, rookie receiver should be pretty good, but still A.J. Brown, um, you know, losing him will hurt them. But Derrick Henry is healthy, and my God, it's Derrick Henry. Okay? <laughs> Derrick Henry. Um, oh, boy. And, and and the Giants, healthy Saquon, should be pretty sweet to watch. I'm honestly rooting for him as a Penn State guy. I, I hope Saquon has a good year and stays healthy nonetheless. Um, but, whew, this is a really, really tough game. I would like to see this number higher to take the Giants. Uh, I could see the Titans coming out and just running all over the Giants, man. Um, plus, the Giants O-line, while they did have a good draft, the Giants O-line coming out and then Daniel Jones coming out, and we have to trust Daniel Jones to make good decisions. This game is gross. Okay? It's gross. Everyone's loving the Giants. A lot of money in the Giants. Plus 5.5. Money line is plus 210. I cannot hate you for taking the Giants on the road here at plus 5.5 or the money line, sprinkling it on. Um... In good faith, I can't take this game. I, I just have to pass. I've been I've been trapped by games like this so many times in the past. If the Giants were closer to a touchdown, I'd consider it. Um, and who knows, they may outright win this game. But I personally just can't take this. Um, I think the move, if you're going to bet, try to get the Giants at like six. 
um, or just sprinkle some on the money line. Hope you get lucky. Um, but Tennessee will be in teasers for sure. Uh, it, it's just really hard for me. I, I don't know how either of these teams are going to do. So many changes, so much unreliability on both sides that this could go wildly in either way. Uh, I just really, really, I personally don't believe in the side in this game. Um, so I apologize if you're looking for some advice there. I can't hate if you take the Giants just for the value, though. I can't hate it. Okay. Raiders, Chargers. This game is freaking sweet. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Uh, Chargers, three and a half point favorites at home, getting 61% of the money on that line. Also, 47% of the bets. So, actually, majority, barely, of bets on the Raiders plus three and a half, but a lot of the money on the Chargers. Over under 52 and a half, 81% of the money on the over with 65% of the bets. This game's going to be crazy, dude. I think the Raiders have a really good season. I really do. I think they have a good season. And these matchups in the past have traditionally helped, or you, you've made money if you bet the Raiders. Um, and every part of my soul wants to take that three and a half that's just dangling there in the wind. That three and a half Raiders on the road versus LA. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Honestly, you got to pick Chargers here, I think. I think that three and a half is a trap. I do. I think people are going to, you know, take that three and a half, you know, hook, line, sinker. I think the Chargers, you know, I think the Chargers, you know, a lot of money in that pick you saw from some sharps. At three and a half is probably the pick. Okay, I hear probably the pick. I don't feel strongly about either side. That three and a half number, obviously, a key number. Um, but they're just letting that dangle in the wind, man. They're letting that dangle in the wind. I think when these two teams meet later in the season, I think if this was this if this was the case, I'd feel better taking that number at plus three and a half for Las Vegas. But I think opening up the season, Chargers one hundred percent healthy, coming out at home, looking to light the world on fire. They have some defensive pieces that have not been healthy for them that now are. Um, I think the Chargers win this game, and I, I'm taking the minus three and a half. I don't love it. I usually love the Raiders. They've made me a ton of money in the past, but I think as an isolated data point, like we talk about, I like the Chargers minus three and a half. Over under, 52 and a half. Oh, man. <laughs> All the money and a ton of the bets are on the over. If I'm taking a total, I'm taking the over, man. I just, I just can't. I can't see these defenses get. I can't see the defenses getting stops, man. But I, th- I think the play here just overall is the minus three and a half from L.A., and I think you just leave it at that. I really do. Um, I, I think that's the play here. Four games left. Moving on. All pretty solid ones. Uh, Packers at the Vikings. Packers favored on the road, minus one and a half, getting 55% of the money and 66, so nearly two-thirds percent of the bets on that spread. Over under 48, 52% of the money is on the over, along with 63% of the bets. So, really, really tough one here. Tough one. I think traditionally this line would have been a little bit higher in the Packers' favor, closer to three. Mm, this is tough. I've crapped on the Packers all offseason, losing Devontae. They still have receivers there, obviously. And the Packers' history is when they lose people, people step up because they have Aaron Rodgers. Okay, they have, they have the better coach. Traditionally, they have the better team. And their defense is very highly touted this year. Lots of pieces. People think this is going to be a really, really good defense. Okay, They're on the road. Tough place to play in Minnesota. Okay, Lots of fans there. They think this is their, you know, they're going to have a good year. This is their chance to smack Aaron Rodgers on week one. Um, 
And honestly, I'm inclined to agree. Okay, I'm taking the the Viking. If I'm getting points, I'm taking the Vikings at home as a home dog. Um, we'll see what the money line is. I, I think it's only like plus one and five, one ten. I'll, I'll sprinkle that as well. I think the Vikings with Kirk and Jetta and Thielen and all their guys. I think they win this game. Okay, now I'm still you know got uh you know you guys that listened back you know a few weeks ago. I like the Vikings as my surprise divisional pick. Um, try not to let that bias affect me. I'm going to go Vikings if we're getting points for a home dog, just because I do think starting the season, they are a better team. I think the Packers need some weeks to develop with Aaron Rodgers and his young receivers. Okay. I think the Vikings will come out of the gates hot here. And I, I know the Packers defense is supposed to be good. Okay. But I think this offense has been together for some, for a couple of years now. They have Dalvin Cook. Okay. He's, he's good. He's healthy. They got the receivers. They got Kirk, who say what you want, but he produces. I like the Vikings here if you're getting points. I really do. Chiefs, Cardinals, minus four and a half Chiefs at the Cardinals. 81% of the money on the Chiefs, 70% of the bets. So everyone all over the Chiefs. Total 53 and a half, 68% of the money on the over with 62% of the bets on the over. Oh, this is another tough one where I'm going to break one of my rules. Okay, I'm going to break one of my rules. Uh, the home dog Cardinals getting plus four and a half. All the money's on the other side. Their money line's at plus 170, I believe, the Cardinals. The play, the system play here is the Cardinals. Okay, I'm stepping outside the system, and I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think traditionally this number, I think this number should be a little higher. I think this number should be closer to five and a half, six, rather than minus four and a half. So I think for that reason, I think the play is the Chiefs at minus four and a half. I think everybody thinks that Tyreek left, they're going to be down. They still have Mahomes, Andy Reid. They have speed as well. Kelsey, defense healthy. I think they're going to be good. Okay, I think they cover this number. I really do, even on the road. Um, the Cardinals, you guys know how I feel about Kyler Murray. I can't hate you for taking this number or the money line. It's the system play. I just think per my scoring, I had this line closer to six. I like the Chiefs for that reason. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I'm not going to think twice about it. I'm really not, Okay. Uh, I can't argue with you if you take the Cardinals at this number. I just think the number is not high enough, uh, which is why I'm taking the Chiefs here. Uh, I think the Chiefs will be better than people think. I think they don't think they're going to win the division. I think that they're going to be down, um, you know. But I, I just my number was higher to be totally honest with you. So I'm taking the Chiefs minus four and a half, and I'm playing that all the way up till six. Okay, two games left, exciting in very different ways. Bucks at. The Cowboys in good old Jerry Dome. Jerry USA. <laughs> oh, man. Freaking Jerry. Uh, the Bucks minus one and a half on the road. 63% of the money is on the Bucks on this spread, with 73% of the bets on the Bucks as well. Total at 50 and a half with 71% of the money on the under. And only 39, well, that's interesting, 39% of the bets on the under, but most of the money is on the under. That's interesting. Actually, that kind of like that play. Uh, so what that that's a good example, right, guys? Um, not the most extreme example, but just I'm sure you guys are aware of this kind of stuff. Uh, but like public versus sharps. Traditionally, sharps are just people who do this professionally and bet a ton of money and move the lines more so than the public. Um, public has had some more power as more you know as the public grows, but it's still a sharp driven league. Um, so seventy one percent 
of the money with only 39% of the bets on the under is telling you that obviously the majority of the people are betting over, but over two-thirds of the money is on the under. So that's telling you that the big bettors, the pros, the sharps are on this under, which means I will be too. I was honestly going to take this under. Anyways, I think these two offenses are a little bit overrated coming into the season. Maybe they figure it out. Brady still has weapons. I don't see him coming out and putting 40 on the board against Dallas. Um, I don't see Dallas putting up as near of high numbers as they've had in the past couple of years, given the departure of some of their weapons. And they're kind of, I mean, Jason Peters at left tackle. I love you, JP, but come on, dude. <laughs> um, so this is a tough one. I think the bet here is the under. I really do. But if I had to pick a side, traditionally, you know, I do think the number being so small favors Tampa. It's only a point and a half. Um, so I probably will end up taking the Bucks here, even though the system play is Cowboys, home dog, Jerry World at plus one five. If this game was closer to a field goal, I would absolutely be taking the Dallas Cowboys here. Um, but anything under, you know, two and a half or under, I'm taking the Bucks, even as a road favorite um, and the Brady bias. I, I just I just have to do it. OK, um, but if you bet the Cowboys, I can't hate it. Denver at Seattle. This one is absolutely wild from a betting perspective. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm so glad they put this on a primetime slot. Broncos, last I saw, minus 6.5 on the road at Seattle. 96% of the money is on Denver. 96% with 93% of the bets on the Broncos, which tells you everybody in the entire world watching this game is on the Denver Broncos. The hype is real. They got Mr. Unlimited himself, Russell Wilson, playing his former team, okay? Kind of a disgruntled exit, in my opinion, uh, from Pete Carroll and that team. Going to Denver with, you know, people say a very loaded team. I don't think they're as loaded as people say, but they are a very, very, very good team, okay? Their defense is good and will continue to be good. And they have young weapons on offense with an up-and-coming, who a stud running back in Javante Williams, who I think will be a very good running back in the next couple of years. So on paper, yes, the Denver Broncos are a million times better than the Seattle Seahawks. You got Geno Smith, you know, go Dub V, let's go, baby. But he, you know, and, and Lockett and DK Metcalf going against Russ and what looks like a loaded Denver Broncos team, Okay. Oh, this is tough. This is really tough. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. This is tough, tough, tough. I, this is a game that I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind passing on, but I literally won't be able to because it's a primetime game. Oh, man. I got to see what the money line is. Let's look this up quick. Seattle plus 220 money line. That's just not good enough for me. I I got to I gotta take Denver minus 6.5 here. I hate to join the side with all the bets, but... I got to take Denver here, even against his former team. I got to take Denver. I think this game could get ugly. If it's going to be under a touchdown, if you're going to give me six and a half with this roster versus their roster, I got to take it. I don't love it. I normally would like the home primetime dog getting six and a half. I would normally love that. That sounds beautiful. But, oh, man. Um,. I, I gotta take Denver, and it goes against my. It goes against one of my philosophies. You take you take the number, you don't take the team. Okay, 
So, I, again, I can't hate you for taking the 6.5 Seattle here. It is definitely the system play. You take the number, not the team. But I, I personally will either pass this game or take the Broncos, anything 6.5 or less, just because I think this might be an anomaly to the rule. <laughs> okay? Um, I just think they might just be so outmatched, and Russ might be just motivated to absolutely clobber these fools. So I'm taking Denver or I'm passing. Um, but I can't hate you because literally everything I've built my foundation on favors Seattle. Six and a half, you know, home dog. Nobody is betting them. That That's the perfect time to bet them. So I, I literally can't hate you or can't, you know, I can't say otherwise if you take Seattle here. Oh, I don't know. This one's still up in the air for me. Um, so So we'll see how it plays out. But nonetheless... This segment, you know, if anything, just reflecting, just kind of goes to show you how difficult week one NFL betting is. It is so difficult. Like I said, you're, you have no present in the moment information or very limited of such. And you are, you know, it's really hard to remove bias, but you're basically going off of what happened at the end of last year, what changes were made. And then what you think is going to happen of each of these teams moving forward. And again, it's really hard to do this in week one. But it's more vital than ever to step back and realize that it's an individual data point, an individual game on an individual Sunday. Okay, not which team you think is better. You know, not which advantage you think you're pulling. It's just one data point, one game, and one number. Okay. So I hope this helped you guys out there. Um, you know, I, I I really look forward to this NFL season. I think it's, again, going to be the best one we've had in, in, in a long, long time. You know, from an Eagles fan perspective, a bias perspective, I don't know if they're going to be covering a lot of spreads because they're a, a public team and lots of hype with them. But I think from a fan perspective, going to be a great year. I hope you all listening out there. I hope your teams have a great year. I wish nothing but the best. I wish every team could be a winning team except the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <laughs> you know, but nonetheless, going to be an amazing season. All right. Just get out there. Spend time with your friends. Spend time with your family. Throw a little bit of money on the NFL. Uh, remember, it's important. Don't bet above your means, man. And there's always help out there. Lots of hotlines that you can get if you need help. Um, enjoy responsibly. Hang out with your friends, your family, turn the games on, spread the love, forget about work, forget about life for a while, make some food, kick back, relax, and just enjoy because boys, girls, we freaking made it. NFL season 2022, kickoff coming Thursday night, just about 24 hours from recording this. Bills, Rams, going to be an amazing season. Thanks for listening. Spread the love. Trust the Doc Sports Podcast. Till next time, everybody. Peace. Three, two, one.